NPR. Here on The Indicator, we've always believed that economics can be fun. But can economics also be, like, ha ha ha, fun me? That is the question we are going to put to the test today because we're taking the day off from the news to explore a slightly nerdy or maybe extremely nerdy kind of humor, econ memes. Or, if you will, economies. That is what we're calling today's show. And what we have done is reached out to some fellow econ heads and asked, what is your favorite economy? So after the break, we'll hear from an econ grad student and a TikTok star. Hopefully we'll get some laughs, we'll learn some econ, and if not, at least we'll have helped you put off whatever it is you were procrastinating for the next 10 minutes. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Babson College. The world needs entrepreneurial leaders, and you can become one at Babson College. Gain the skills to lead, motivate, and inspire through a specialized master's or MBA program with full-time, part-time, and online options. Turn ideas into action with a graduate program that caters to your professional needs and fits your lifestyle. Ranked number one in entrepreneurship by U.S. News and World Report. Apply now at babson.edu slash gradprograms. Our first economy comes from Kyla Scanlon. You might know Kyla from her TikTok and YouTube channels. That's where she makes quirky explainers on the economy and the stock market and a whole lot more. I don't think finance gets a lot of art made about it, and I think it should because it's so ridiculous. Uh, so that was kind of the, <laughs> the goal, yeah. For folks who maybe don't know you, how would you describe your own level of finance econ nerdery? Oh, I would say it's pretty intense. Like people call <laughs> me a Fed simp. <laughs> um, so, that like, sounds I like really... internet speak for what does that mean? You know what a simp is? I do not. Oh, really? Okay, I'm, a, so a I'm simp... an elder millennial, so I might have missed this. <laughs> what that word means is like you really, really like them and you're like infatuated with them. And of course, I'm not really infatuated with the Federal Reserve, but I'm very much into them. And I think they're really fascinating. So it was pretty fitting when Kyla revealed her favorite economy to us. And it turned out to be a picture of the chair of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, with this sort of intense expression on his face. He's sitting in this wood paneled room. Like, I believe this was when he was testifying in front of Congress. Um, and he has his glasses halfway down his nose. And he just is looking like very pensive, very thoughtful, and a little bit angry, I would say. Tell me, like, what goes on in your head when you see this? Like, how do you read this picture? Well, so Jerome Powell right now is sort of like the overwatcher of the economy. Like he has to pay attention to everything. Like when markets end up responding to what Jerome Powell says, like I can imagine him doing this or like when we get high labor numbers or when we see bonk coin going up in price, like I'd imagine that that's how Jerome Powell is responding to everything. And I think that's <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not the only person in the world that thinks it's funny, but yeah. Now in real life, Kyla says Powell is actually spending a lot of his time glaring at what people are spending on services. We're talking everything from child and pet care to taxicabs and haircuts. It's just money that you spend to, like, do things. And so, like, when people are talking about getting a haircut, um, you'd imagine that Jerome Powell is looking disapprovingly down on his glasses at them. Oh. Yeah. 
Had you have you used this meme yourself? Yeah, totally. Um, like one of my friends texted me and they're like, oh, I got a haircut. And they like sent me the picture of the haircut. <laughs> and I sent them this picture because you don't, want, <laughs> you don't want people spending money on haircuts. Yeah, like anytime anybody talks about like, oh, we're going out, I send this. Um, a lot of people don't find it as funny as I do anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so I send it quite a bit. Yeah. Do you think he's judging? Is he like, you may be contributing to inflationary activity? Like I said, I, it's it's a meme. So like, everything with a grain of salt, but uh-huh. maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. He's like in his ideal world, like people would just stop spending money. So inflation eventually can get back down to that 2% number. Um, but yeah, yeah. One could imagine Jerome Powell just disapprovingly <laughs> sitting in a room, watching all these numbers to across his screen. The next time I get a haircut, I'm going to be just imagining like Jerome Powell glaring <laughs> from the corner of the room. Yeah, he's disappointed in you. <laughs> Now, from the glaring eye of Powell to an economy that should hit especially hard for the data nerds in the crowd. It might not be that funny, though, but (laughs) we'll see. I am easily amused, so... Chinamelu Okafor is founder of an organization called Research in Color, and she's a grad student at Harvard studying political economy in Africa. Lately, she says she's been spending a lot of her time getting ready for this big exam she has later in the semester. And if I pass, I don't get kicked out of the program. And yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're going to pass. I'm sure that's, you know. And when she is not studying, Chinamelu says she's often scrolling through econ Twitter, which is where she came upon her favorite economy. For anyone who's on econ Twitter, this meme is obviously from Koavu, K-H-O-A-V-U. He is a PhD candidate at the University of Minnesota, and he supplies Econ Twitter with the best memes. Like, literally, you're not going to get a better meme. Oh, man. It's like multiple memes a day. I'm like, this man is good. He is too good. <laughs> All right. I'm excited. Can we take a look at this thing? Yeah. Okay. All right. What I... <laughs> I'm not... Okay. This is strange. So there is a a guy in a blue shirt who's like smiling and he's holding what looks like a giant bottle of (laughs) olive oil. It's like this bottle of olive oil is like as big as his torso and he's pouring it into like a little salad bowl (laughs) and the label, (laughs) you're like cracking up already. (laughs) (laughs) On the guide, there's a label that says applied economists and then the bottle is labeled fixed effects (laughs) and he's like, dousing it into a salad bowl that is labeled every regression. So so if I'm putting this together, applied economists pour fixed effects on every regression. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the that's the general takeaway. I think it's not just applied economists. I mean, right now I'm just I see a guy who's like very into olive oil. That's like the <laughs> as much of the joke that I understand right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so let's, let's take this one at a time. Okay, what are fixed effects then? So in order to understand fixed effects, you actually need to understand what the regression is. And that's just a specific statistical technique that will allow you to assess the causal impact. Like regressions help economists figure out whether one thing caused another thing. Exactly. And it's not correlation, it's cause. So that's a really difficult thing to actually test, right? So using a regression... There are a number of things that you can add into the regression that'll help you tease out that direct causal relationship. And fixed effects are one of those things, right? So let me see if I got this right. The more fixed effects that you're able to 
integrate into your regression, the thing that you're using to tease out cause and effect, the stronger your conclusions will be about how much one thing causes another. I think it's you should include them in there so you can actually tease out the relationship that you believe actually exists. Okay, so this meme, this person holding this giant bottle of oil labeled fixed effects, I can't tell whether they're saying that, like, this is a good thing, like, the more fixed effects <laughs> you put into your regression, the better, or it's just, like, making fun of economists who who think that. Yeah, I think it's more like, you know you're probably going to need fixed effects in your regression, so they'll just slap on some fixed effects just in case. It's the difference between somebody who's really thoughtful about the flavors that they're adding to a dish as opposed to somebody who's just automatically says, oh, I'll just dump a bunch of oil and salt on it. Exactly, okay. exactly, exactly. You can never go wrong just adding garlic to something. Mm-hmm. And it'll be, it's like, maybe <laughs> sometimes you, you can go wrong by doing that. <laughs> Although it's generally probably a good practice. I always throw some onion in it. Some onion and some bouillon cubes, you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> you're onion good. and bouillon cubes are your fixed effects. And thyme. For Nigerians, thyme, onion, and bouillon cubes, whatever you got, you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> if you're cooking Nigerian food, you're fine. I love it. <laughs> that was Chinamelu Okafor. Uh, and that is it for our first edition of Memes. Was it funny? Maybe what really matters, like for most memes, is just whether it was funny to you. If you like what you heard, let us know. We're on the Twitters at The Indicator, and our email is indicator at npr.org. And if you have a favorite economy, also feel free to hit us up. This episode of The Indicator was produced by Brittany Cronin with help from Noah Glick and engineering by Alex Drewenskis. It was fact-checked by Sierra Juarez. VLA is our senior producer. Kate Kincannon edits the show. And The Indicator is a production of NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight. Want to teach your kids financial literacy? With Greenlight, kids and teens use a debit card of their own, while parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and savings in the app. Get your first month free at greenlight.com NPR. On Wildcard, the new podcast from NPR, you'll hear people like comedian Jenny Slate reflect on their lives. What is something you think about very differently today than you did 10 years ago? Dressing. Like, not salad dressing. I've always loved it and I'll never stop. <laughs> dressing my body. That's all part of the new game show, Wildcard, only from NPR. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Moms know the ups and downs of life. It's what makes them great subjects for books. This is one of the things that fiction can do, right? It can give us a window into the battles that each person is waging or facing, but it doesn't mean that we condone her actions. This week on NPR's Book of the Day podcast, we are discussing books centering mothers. So call your mom, then tune into the Book of the Day podcast from NPR.